0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org There was a young fellow and his name was Meir Rancho and he was a shamish, he was a personal attendant of a great tzaddik, Ratzviher Shevchartkov. of Shevchartkov had a daughter and he was waiting for the day that he could marry his daughter off to a Tamil Chacham, to a Torah scholar, to an Ish Yashar, to an Erlich, person. And towards an anticipation of that for years and years He'd been saving money. Every time he'd get a gold coin, he'd put it in a special drawer under special lock and key, and it accumulated coin after coin, coin after coin, until the time would come that his daughter would get married, there'd be money for the wedding, for a dowry, and he'd even be able to support the young couple as they learned. Eventually, Reb Ashur his young attendant, his young Shamish, moved on, opened his own business, and he was very matzliach, he was very successful. A little while later, the daughter of Retsyers got engaged, and the Simcha knew no bounds. And this time he finally went into the safe, I guess you could say the special drawer, and he unlocked it, and to his utter horror, it was empty. Not a single gold coin. They called the police, they came detectives, the money had vanished without a trace. And one of the family members, sadly, said to Ritzviersh, listen. The money didn't vanish into thin air. There's only one person that even knew that money was there besides for you, and that perhaps could have gotten access to the keys. And that was your Shamish, usher Anshel. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to figure out. He must have been the one that stole it. And Reb said, Chas v'shalom, impossible. He's such a a person, he's such an honest person, he's full of integrity. He would never take it. He so, said, but look what happened. He left here and now he's so successful. Where did he get seed money to open his business? Where did that come from? And over and over they said these complaints, these tinyness to Tzvi Hirsch until eventually somebody convinced Tzvi Hirsch that at least he should ask Mayor Anshal. And with a heavy heart he did. He called Mayor Anshal in. Mayor Anshul came back to his town and he said, Listen, I don't know how to say this to you, but you know the money is missing. And I'm not cheshesh, I don't suspect you even for a second but people are talking do you have any idea? And Anshul, her, Amir Achel heard this he, he, he was seized with fear that he, he was a suspect I mean, he isam the terrorist says that you have to be so clean and so honest, squeaky clean that no one could suspect you and he hung his head in shame and he said, Rabbi I, I don't know how to say this and I'm so embarrassed after so much good that you did for me and so much that you taught me but I took the money Asher Ancho went, and he said, "But listen, I don't have the money to pay it back. I have some money; I'll pay back to you whatever I have. But then, eventually, over the next period of time, next year or so, I'll try to get money until it's all paid up in full. Please be my me. Please forgive me." Her tzvi Hersh was uh, incredulous. How could it even be He's such an honest person? But listen, he, he said he did it. So tzvi Hersh said, "Okay," and he took the money from Asher Ancho. Meanwhile, meanwhile, in a different area in the city. There was a particular fellow, a pauper, a non-Jewish fellow. And he came into the bar one night and he pulled out a gold coin and he bought drinks, rounds of drinks for everybody. He couldn't believe where he got his money from. He says, I have my sources. This happened a few times. And eventually someone went to the police and said, something is not okay, something doesn't add up. This guy who's a pauper comes in with gold coins every day and he buys rounds of drinks. I mean, he didn't win the lottery. The cops accused him and he admitted under their investigation under their scrutiny that actually his wife had stolen money from the rabbi's drawer she found it and she figured out a way to take it out and these gold coins had come from that large pile of gold coins. The chief of police quickly went and he called Hirsch, and he said to then we found the thief and they gave back all the money besides for a few of the coins four or five of the coins that had been used and Hirsch, when he heard this was seized with such a fear. What do you mean, Usher Anshul had told him he did it? And he didn't want to believe him, but listen, he admitted. And he realized that to spare him the agony and the grief of not having the money, of so much money that had been saved, Usher Anshul admitted to something that he didn't do. And he paid back the money. So there shouldn't even be a suspicion on him. And so his Rebbe shouldn't have to feel any emotional pain. And he called his Talmud in, he called Usher Anshul in, he called uh, Mayor Anshal in and he begged him for Mechila. and Mayor Anjul said, Don't worry about it, Rebbe, it's okay. And he gave him a bracha that because of his incredible honesty, that there shouldn't even be a suspicion in anyone's mind that maybe he did something wrong. He gives him a bracha that the Rebundisham should reward him with tremendous ashiris and tremendous wealth. And we all know the rest of the story because Mayor Anchal was none other than Mayor Anchal Rothschild the progenitor of the famously wealthy international family, the Rothschild family, which changed global commerce in the biggest way. As a matter of fact, he's brought down to be one of the top 15 or 20 uh, most influential financiers in the history of this world. And that was because of his incredible honesty and integrity and the special bracha of Ratzvi Hershov Chartkov. That's how careful we have to be when it comes to other people's money. Forget about taking it. But there shouldn't even be a suspicion. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend, storiestoinspire.org.